Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Brennan, guess what? What? Today we got approved our $1,400 stimulus Oh package. my God. So people are living it up today. Yeah. Are you living it up? What are you buying with your $1,400? I don't know. Some stocks that I'm down 4K, but what are you going to buy? I mean, I don't qualify for the stimulus check, but if I did, I would say and recommend to buy a new bed, okay? This is not a sponsorship or anything. I just recently bought a new bed. Um, shout out to King Coil. It's not actually a sponsorship. I'm just hoping maybe they give me some money because this bed was expensive. Um, but this bed, dude, I kid you not, I've never slept so well in the past 25 years of my life. This bed moves. I bought one of those things that go... Yeah, it doesn't have like negative zero. What's the, what's the it's mode? Called, okay, there's a mode called zero gravity. Oh. And basically what happens is the legs go up and the, bo- like the back part goes up so you're sleeping in, in, in like a U shape yeah. and it's the most comfortable sleep I have ever had in my life it's it's absolutely insane and I will stand by this bed no I won't stand by this bed I will lay on this bed because it is so damn comfortable yeah after you go into that mode it's like once you go flat you never go back once you go you you never <laughs> yeah once you go curved you ain't never going back either way guys beds that move are, are, are the 2021 thing I trust me I'm never going back after that but welcome to sus where we share real stories about real people and real scares. I'm your host, Brandon Taylor. This is my brother, the co-host, Jake Taylor. What up? And today we have on a TikTok legend with over 6 million followers on TikTok. Wow. Let's introduce to the podcast, Emma Norton. Hey, guys. What's up? (laughs) Doing good. You know, listen, we're having some technical difficulties over here. This is our second time meeting Emma Norton in the last five minutes. (laughs) You know what? We're rolling with it. It's all good. We're getting to know each other better. Exactly. So we were we were talking about the first time this went through. We were talking about those lights up up top, like yeah, that's right. That's what's needed to be a TikToker. Yeah, just that. Nothing else. You don't need talent. <laughs> no talent. We, we knew that. Or, yeah, actually, we, I'm yeah. Like nothing else. Just these lights. Like please don't even try to make a TikTok until you have them. the lights. You need the you need those back lights, and then you also need the ring light for in the front. Yeah. So it's like just a whole Obviously, bunch of lights. God forbid you try to make one without either of those things. <laughs> God forbid so. you try to use daylight. <laughs> oh, right? Crazy. Why would you do that? Not dependable at all. That's so funny. When, when did you start doing TikToks? Um, I started like almost exactly a year ago, um, oh. just a little bit over a year ago. So, um, but yeah, I didn't really do like any sort of social media except for like maybe an Instagram post every like six months. Wow. wow. Then, um, but yeah, I got really into it. So wow. that's crazy. <laughs> six million followers yeah. in a year. That's crazy. I was just going to say like my, my little cousins, you're around your age and he okay, doesn't, cool. he doesn't post on social media at all. He kind of hates it. And yeah. he kind of just doesn't get like our our generation because we're a little bit older about us being yeah. on our phones and stuff. So how were you before getting on TikTok? Were you just like you didn't really care about social media? You didn't really care what everyone was doing or I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I think that I always was really into YouTube for mm-hmm. a while and I just would always watch like my favorite YouTubers and that was my thing. But like. I don't think that I ever personally cared all that much mm-hmm. about social media just because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily beneficial to me and I didn't care about like image or any of that stuff. It wasn't on the brain, to be honest. I was just enjoying other people's content um, until I realized like, Oh, Hey, like this is something that you could definitely do. I'm a very extroverted person and very involved with art and everything. And it it just made sense. So. So you're an actress as well, right? 
Yeah, I am. So, because mm-hmm. the acting, like, I've seen you make TikToks about it, but, like, acting, like, the way you act when you're doing, like, real movies and stuff is a lot it's different than very how people different act from on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> how do you, how do you differentiate so the two? How do you not walk into an audition accidentally acting like a TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, you know, I think that they might uh, stop me after, like, three words if I did that. <laughs> um, to be honest. So maybe that's the motivation to not do that. Um, (laughs) No, but I think that once you get used to like the difference of training, it's the differences that for one of them, I think is very theatrical, which is TikTok. And I did theater before I did anything involved with, you know, film acting. I was trained in that. Um, But with film, it's you're just being a person. You're just acting as yourself under imaginary circumstances. And so that's entirely different. It's yeah. much more vulnerable being uh, in front of a camera and pretending to, you know, actually talk to a person, right. not a bunch of like <laughs> people on the internet just exactly. looking for something to do, you know. Before the TikTok fame, you you were going to school, right? You were in yeah, like, public it was. school. So like now when school opens back up, like I mean how you're 17 right now, right? I am 17. So yeah. When school when school opens back up, like are you going to are you going to go back to school or is it basically over for you at this point? Like, you just like a homeschooled you know, celebrity um, now. I, yeah, I'm just I'm fully educated. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's so tricky because of everything going on with this pandemic. I've yeah. seen so many incredibly intelligent people um, not do well. I think that I probably will, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, I think that there's numerous people in my life who are very successful and don't need school to be successful in order to do that. Um, but I think that if I find something that's necessary to like continue my education that I'm really passionate about, like um, maybe film school or go to business school. But um, other than that, I've been taught so much from my parents about business and about everything from people in my family. So it's hard to say. Yeah. I don't, I'm undecided. Nice. Well, uh, if you do go back to school, how do you think the kids are going to react You know, to your newfound fame? oh god um you know probably not good um probably not very well uh I think that based off of my past experiences with people when I when I was in school and Mm -hmm. doing TikTok because I I graduated early um because I've I've been doing that for a while and you know it ended up working out really well with corona and um also just (laughs) not wanting to be at school because everyone was like make a TikTok with me make a TikTok with me so it was always about um, people wanting it, you to be in their just, TikToks rather than like making fun of you for being on TikTok. Yeah, which at first it was like, oh God, like it's that girl like that just does those like cringy videos, which I agree. Like a lot of them are cringy as hell. Like, <laughs> dude, like I purposefully try to be cringy a lot of times because it works. Right. And like it's it's a formula. I purposely do so many like dumb things in one video because I know all of those things mm. will trigger people. <laughs> um like and, and then they'll comment and i you gotta check you do it too for a check right. um but no i think that it started as that and then it was like oh like let's be friends and like mm. oh my gosh like come over to my house and you know let's be best friends and make a tiktok and how much money do you make who do you know and it became so much less about like i want to get to know you and like hang out and enjoy ourselves and uh, so much more about what can I take from you? And they were not very slick about it. 
it wasn't really like a big thing when I was in high school on social media, but I remember there yeah. was this one girl who had about like 50,000 Instagram followers <laughs> in school. Like this was huge. Like, like 2014. Yeah. yeah, this was like 2014, 2015. And she had this. Oh, that was big. And everyone like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really talk to her or anything, but like everyone else like would make fun of her and stuff. Like it was different. Like yeah. now I feel like people are like, let me try to use you. Back then it was like, oh, this stupid girl has all these followers. Yeah. I actually just had something happen to me recently. Well, kind of like maybe a year ago now, but this uh, girl made a TikTok about me that I went to high school with. Mind you, I'm 28, so that was like 10 years I've ago seen now. This one. And she made a TikTok, and it was like the 10 boys that I hate from high school or something, and like put up like a high school oh. photo of me. And she said, uh, um, like <laughs> using your brother for for fame on YouTube or something, like get a real job. Mm. And like I'm like, dude, this is like 10 years, and it was just really funny to me that there's still like there's still people out there that are gonna hate on you 10 years from now what you're doing. Yeah. And how, and how do you deal with haters? Because like I remember seeing on my for you page people making fun of your your video. Your I think it was the Harley Quinn one that you did. Oh sure, yeah. And like there was they had um, a lot of likes and stuff. How do you deal with the haters? Yeah. I don't care. It's been really interesting because as I progressed in followers and like more views and more likes and more comments, it also with anything it increases the amount of people that are going to see it and. People don't like to see other people succeed, yeah. even if, like, I am doing dumb things or, you know, I think that I had a lot of friends reach out to me and be like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, oh, my God, like, I'd be freaking out. How are you not, mm -hmm. you know, tearing yourself apart over what these people are saying to you? Because people have said horrible things to me on the right. internet ruthlessly i have one video that has over a hundred thousand likes on a video telling me to shut the f up oh, and i was like okay bet <laughs> um and i made a cake out of it out of that comment <laughs> and i just wrote shut the f up in the cursive with the sparkles um and yeah i, I don't care i think that when i realized like if you like yourself enough before you read the comments then why let that change like someone else's perception change how you feel about you when they haven't lived a day of your life or met you ever for sure so. that's a good way to look at things because yeah. i know i mean even me like I, i'm a grown man and i still get <laughs> like when i get comments yeah. it hurts sometimes like i'm not even gonna totally. lie like i'm like damn like you really feel like that about me like i didn't think this of me 10 minutes ago but now i'm starting to exactly. think about exactly so. I don't know. I think that it's it's obviously there's some things where I'm like, okay, I totally get how that can like maybe that one hit a little too close yeah. to home or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, but I, I mean, I just don't have enough time. I feel like I think that it distracts me what, from what I actually want to achieve. Yeah. Um, if I get so wrapped up in another person's opinion of me, for sure. And I think I wasted a lot of my time growing up just like being a kid and what should have been fun and stupid never was because I was so worried about what other people thought about me and I started practicing not caring over quarantine I think TikTok actually helped me a lot with that to be honest wow. um, because I was it was kind of liberating to be like you know what f you guys too like I don't care um, and I think I'm a lot more successful because I don't care because um, I wouldn't have made videos that piss people off so if I <laughs> how'd you get into special effects makeup like when did that all start you know I got into special effects makeup with theater uh I I did theater when I was younger and I think that I just saw a lot of people doing like <laughs> the stage moms backstage doing it or stuff like that and I was like oh 
I wonder if I could do that. Um, I've always been so obsessed with Halloween um, because it was like my one day where no one would ever judge me mm. growing up. And no matter how like crazy and flamboyant I would get, I've always had very out there style, especially for my town. Um, I'm kind of from like a smallish town. And uh, yeah, that's it was kind of like a, I think TikTok was like I have an occasion to do it every day. That's crazy. So that's how yeah. I kind of got into it more. Yeah, I saw that like it takes like four to five hours to do some of these looks sometimes. I mean, how much yeah. are you spending on makeup per month? Are you, are they just sending it to you now? Like, cause I- <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, it's a lot of places actually have reached out and some places do send me stuff, um, which is so dope. And I'm <laughs> so grateful for that. Like, that's so cool. I would love to save money on makeup because it really is a lot. Um, but I usually buy most of my like special effects stuff in bulk. Like I literally have a tub that's like a gallon of, I think it's a, a gallon of like fake blood. I have a gallon of um, <laughs> liquid latex. I have everything just in bulk. So that helps because... I need it. Yeah. <laughs> on TikTok, you know, the creator fund is like a brand new thing. You know, people yeah. finally making money on TikTok as of a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. for a creator your size, what is like, you know, the income from TikTok? Because I know like, I mean, I, I, I mean, like, yeah. I make like $2 a day on that thing. So I'm like, <laughs> what is someone your size, yeah. you know? Um, you know, I'm not on the creator fund um, because I'm not 18, oh. um, which is, I think, part of it. I don't know if they changed that. Um, and if they did, actually, I think I can. Um, but I don't really want to, because I think I've seen a lot of people who are very successful on the app and their views just go, woo, because of. That's happening to me. (laughs) I'm trying to make my $2 a day. Yeah. See, I'm sure you guys like, are like, oh yeah, maybe that's, that's the case, but I've seen it happen and I'm just not willing to compromise that. I'd rather like keep my views high and then just work with a brand um to keep my analytics up instead yeah. of greater fun because you really don't make that much from it to be really it's real with you it sounds like awesome it. right um it sounded great when they pitched it and then when it actually happened i was like mm, i feel like it only it, really makes money for people like you know like addison and charlie and dixie yeah like for people sure. like that who just can post anything and get yeah millions well they're like a cult they're like a cult in themselves <laughs> yeah. so i mean they're probably doing a-okay in every right, <laughs> way shape and form on the internet I mean, what are your long-term plans? I mean, my brother was on Vine. Vine, like, suddenly ended, and it just kind of, like, yeah. you either seceded and you went into a different world of, like, social media, yeah. like YouTube, or you kind of just, like, fell off. fell off, you know? So, like, do you yeah. have any long-term plans of what you're trying to do after TikTok? Um, You know, I think that I – well, I started TikTok because of acting mm-hmm. and because it was a funny story. Um, I was in like a really big audition with uh, Netflix and it was a year and a half ago was before I started TikTok, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, I was in the room and it was between me and one other girl and they didn't choose me not because of, you know, my acting abilities or how I looked or anything else. The only reason was because I didn't have a social media following. Oh, well, and she, did. Wow. she did. Is, is she got it. And I'm so happy for her, like points to you, boo boo, go and get it. Um, but I was so messed up yeah. over that. I was like this close to everything and it just got taken away from that. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to let this turn me down, Bet I'm going to just work my ass off every day. And I did. And now I'm I'm there. So wow. I think that my goal has always been to create this platform so that I can 
uh, get in front of those people more easily um, and eventually really pursue film and acting um, because I think that that's such a cool, vulnerable, widespread way to get in touch with people um, and their emotions and to make this world better with acting. Um, And I just want to help people, honestly, have a platform to like talk about things that are really important and actually have a voice and it be heard is the biggest blessing of having this platform. Um, So I want to do a lot more with that. With TikTok ruling the music industry right now, I'm sure you you probably get reached out to a lot to, to like make TikToks to people's songs and whatnot. Yeah. Like, do you do you accept forms of payment for that, or how does that how does that happen for like the people listening at home that maybe just are watching a TikTok but not even realizing that you know you got paid for that? Or how does that work? Yeah. No. A lot of my videos are actually um, paid for, which is wow. really cool. It's TikToks become my job, and that's. Um, I mean, I never would have imagined that if you told me that a year ago, yeah. I'd be like, "You're crazy." Um, but I do work with a, a couple different companies and um a different um music artists and things like that to use their songs and um yeah that I get paid for it and it's it's crazy but that is honestly the smartest way for artists to promote their music right now is through TikTok. Oh 100%. Um, I get sent songs like every day or every wow. other day and I can accept them and then I have like 4 days to post them and then I get the next round. And do they pay um, a lot for these songs? Do I get paid a lot? Yeah, from like per song. Like Yeah, it actually is like a pretty decent amount of money, which is cool. Um and it's it's a lot more than I'd make just like, you know, working at a restaurant yeah. or something like that, which I would totally be doing if I mm-hmm. if I wasn't doing TikTok um or something like that. It's definitely enough money to have and keep for a while so that's amazing i think that's such a cool opportunity i was just saying like if you ever want to get into more charity work my brother just dropped a new song yeah maybe yeah (laughs) cool makeup transition to it's called girl next door everybody go stream it's on oh yeah i love it check it out maybe you'll get some inspiration you know i mean it sounds like it yeah (laughs) what would you do okay so like my brother had this this talk with me um kind of like maybe like two years ago and he was like if YouTube, because I do YouTube videos, so if YouTube were to die off and they closed their doors and they said, you know what, screw all the creators, we're out of here, and they closed their doors, yeah, like basically, like what would I be doing? Like how would I live? So the question comes, like if TikTok were to shut its doors tomorrow and just yeah. say screw everyone, like wh- like how would you would you cope from that? Would you just go straight full into acting again? I mean, because like the, at that point, the f- numbers on the screen don't really matter. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, there's been numerous times where I think TikTok has almost shut down and we were all freaking (laughs) out. Um, I had friends in tears. Everyone was going live. I went live the first time and I... You shed a tear? Definitely didn't (laughs) cry. Um, No, which is weird because, like, I don't cry that often. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is the, the best experience um but you know i think that yeah at the end of the day we'd all have to cope um and i definitely go full fudge into um acting i think that that would that's always been my plan mm-hmm. who is like the most famous person that has ever followed you or liked one of your tiktoks or maybe seen? slid into your dms oh. something <laughs> oh well i don't know if i can say that but, <laughs> um <laughs> 
but I think that of the ones that I can say, uh, Dove Cameron follows me. That was crazy. Um, it was weird. I made this video and I said like, oh, like what celebrities, if they like had a kid, like who do I look like? And they were like Margot Robbie and Dove Cameron. And so I made a video about that. And then I checked her profile and she already followed me. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, and it was like follow back. And I was like, <laughs> uh, so that was definitely a big one. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that that was probably one of the biggest one. The Spice Girls. I talked to them in my DMs. That was nice. insane because I like used one of their songs. Uh, I was like, what are you doing in here? Like, <laughs> You come here often? <laughs> I don't know. There's just been there's been a lot of people that I can't say, to be honest. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's there's definitely a handful. It, that's been the coolest thing too. Yeah. just like seeing, you know, uh, from the other side of things. I think when I've met some people who are famous, I've been like, you're just a person. That's yeah. cool. Like, wait, I need to change my perspective on this. Like, I just want to have a conversation with you because there's so much culture yeah. around like making them godlike. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're all just people. Mm-hmm. From where you like grew up in your small town, is there other yeah. big TikTokers or big creators that like are from your area? Or are you like there the only one? One, there's one, um, and I'm actually friends with him. His name is Jake Warden. He's also a makeup artist, nice. um, and he's so talented and awesome. And uh, we've known each other since I was at like I think we met when I was at like ten thousand followers. Um, and he was like, I think you're actually going to make it. And I was like, wow, thank you for believing in me. And here I am. So that's really cool. Um, but other than that, no, I I definitely don't belong in Colorado. I love LA. I'm out there as much as I can be. I'm going out there in like a week or two um, and definitely moving out there. Um, but yeah, I stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> what is it that entices you about LA? Cause like I've been all over the world and honestly, a lot of places kind of just seem all right, you know, like, yeah. you know, what, what entices people about yeah. LA? Like, why do you want to move here? You know, I think that that maybe isn't where I want to stay for the rest of my life, just because there's just so much going on there and I might not always want that much right. chaos, but I definitely like a little chaos. Um, and I think that LA has so many opportunities in comparison to Colorado. There's <laughs> There is nothing zilch, uh, nada in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And so I think that from a business perspective and from a professional perspective, I think that LA um, would be the smartest choice for me. That or New York, but honestly, LA. And I have so many friends and family out there that it just, it makes sense for me right now. Sweet. How do you stay out of like, drama like I feel like everyone's in drama you know especially like really big people that's what I'm saying like I'm sure you know about like the TikTok shade room page have you ever ended up on it at all no I've never been on it I've never been on it I've my my boyfriend's been on it um every everyone I know and I've never been on it um I don't know how I've stayed out of it I I I guess it's not hard that I, I just don't think about like getting involved ever Mm -hmm. and i'm cool with that i'm like you guys have your good old kindergarten fun and i'm just gonna hang out here and work hard on my stuff i just don't think it's like productive do you feel like you're left out because you're not in la and you see people like addison ray getting chased by paparazzi like do you feel like you're missing out on having that happen to you because you're not in la Um, right now you know 
Because I'm missing out. I want them to follow that. me. Come on, Hollywood fix. Come to the studio. Yeah, like, come on now. <laughs> I would be honestly, I, I, I'm bone dry on tea. So maybe that's not really uh, anything interesting for Hollywood fix. Yeah. I don't have like any love drama or mm-hmm. I said something about Nessa or whatever. But um, I mean, I definitely sometimes I'm annoyed because I'm like, oh, my friends are out there and they're like together and yeah. having the best time because I, I really do. After a long day of work, I'm, it's the best feeling just going over to, you know, someone's house and we're all like getting together and just being stupid and having fun. Um, but I mean, I don't really feel like I'm missing out with Hollywood fix. <laughs> right on. Well, look, look, the name of the show is Share Your Scare. So, Emma, what is your scare that you're willing to share? Actually, it's not necessarily my story, um, but it's my dad's story. Okay. That's the one that I was kind of thinking of because, I mean, I have a couple things here and there, but this is the first one that comes to mind. Um, this was, so my dad and his grandma, he, or no, this was actually my dad's dad and his mom. So okay. my great grandma and then my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Um, so basically he was on the mountain. Co- so I live in Colorado and that's where they were. And they were up at the slopes and it was like the last run of the day at ski school. And basically all of the landlines were down and there was no way to call anyone to text anyone. It was, that wasn't even a thing back then. Um, and basically what happened is all of a sudden my great grandma had this pale white look on her face and she just had a sinking feeling in her stomach that something had gone wrong. And basically what happened is, so she rushes out the house and she goes to the mountain to get to the very end of the ski slope. Mm -hmm. And so she could meet my Uh, my dad's dad and basically what happened was he broke his neck (sighs) and there was no way that she could have known and no one could have contacted her and she goes this is before she saw what happened to him but someone came up to her and goes you need to come right away and she goes i know he broke his neck Wow. wow but there's no way that anyone could have told her before that and she knew that And he was out, like, stone cold, was probably going to die. And she immediately rushes to him, and he's out. And the second that she, like, touches him, he wakes up. Wow. Wow. And, uh, yeah, there's, again, no way she could have known. No way that anyone could have told her or someone was going to go and get her. And she was already there. Oh, my God. Your grandpa survived this? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did he make a full recovery at the time? He made a full recovery. I feel and like- he shouldn't have. There was no reason he should have made a full recovery. Yeah. He had, like, spinal damage and all these things, and he ended wow. up being totally fine. That's insane. Yeah, yeah women always know. You already called nine one one and everything. I don't yeah. know if it's women always know, but I think it's mothers always know. Like it's, mo- moms, it's mothers' I think. intuition. Yeah. Like my mom has predicted times where I'm about to get hurt, and she, <laughs> yeah. every time she's like, "Don't do it. You're gonna get hurt." Next thing I know, I'm in the hospital getting stitches because I did what she told me not to do. Mama knows best. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, that is that's creepy. That is insane. That's I can't. Superpower. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But they also do say like women's intuition. So I guess you are also yeah. right. Do you ever have any of those moments where you just like you could feel something in your gut? Um, you know, I have. I dream the future. What? What? This is yeah, super a little bit. Um, <laughs> there's been like numerous times where I've gotten auditions and like have already read the first page of the script. Um, Are you sure it's not just like deja vu moment? Yeah. Um, it, it feels like deja vu. Like wow. the other night I was like, um, I think I was watching, I was watching something on my computer and I figured that my sister was going out and I, I don't know what it was, but I already knew that she was going to go out and like meet one of our family friends and she did. And there's no reason that I would have known that. Wow. That's um, crazy. But yeah. So there's sometimes like weird stuff like that happens to me. I have deja vu all the time. And I don't know if that's like something I need to like tap into more to like <laughs> be able to access. But every now and again, I'm just like, whoa. And my friends are like, is it happening? And I'm like, yes. It's like the That's So Raven. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It literally feels like that. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, well, you definitely should practice it. Figure out the lotto numbers and then send it my way. Send it our way, Appreciate man. It. Well, What's yours yeah. is mine. <laughs> we'll Come split on. it three <laughs> ways. Yeah, that seems like fair. Yeah. Like, you can't, you're yeah. not old enough to buy the lotto. We are. We got you. We'll, we'll cut you in the right. deal, but you just got to predict no, the numbers. It's and it, it, isn't it California only, like the lotto? So you are helping me <laughs> out, you know? <laughs> got you that's wow. perfect i love it where can the people find you emma if they don't know who you are right now so i'm emma norts with two s's on tiktok and then emma norts on instagram and every other platform except for snapchat which that is in my instagram bio and that's where you can find me heck yeah check her out guys the tiktoks are really uh next level honestly they're kind of scary sometimes but yeah. check oh, them yeah. out i'll get you spooked <laughs> and, and hopefully we'll be seeing a girl next door tiktok on that page soon guys make sure you stream <laughs> yeah. the song Anyways, Emma, thank you so much for popping up on the podcast. You are such a, a fun, great personality girl, and we appreciate you having you here. Oh, yes. Thank you guys for having me. It was so much fun being here, and uh, I wish you and your song nothing but the best. And thank you. Uh, thank you. on that lottery ticket, right? Yeah, Let us know. We'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah. We'll be in touch. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Share Your Scare podcast. Until next time, we'll see you guys then. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to Sus, Share Your Scare. Make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes, and don't forget to tell your friends. Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus.